Alright people, what is going on? Episode 243 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am BF Baller and over here, like I said, we always talk about Georgia Southern football, Atlanta Falcons football, but I want to talk about some things around the NFL today. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very impressed at these young quarterbacks that are doing very well so far. First quarter of the season, uh, we're also going to talk about some Atlanta Falcons and as they go to London to play the New York Jets. And also, we're going to be talking about my Georgia Southern Eagles as they uh, go and play Troy after an impressive victory against uh, Arkansas State. You know, they had some issues at the end. You know, they gave up some garbage time points. But overall, it was a good game overall. So uh, we'll see how that plays out, see how that transpired when we go to the next game when we play against, uh, like I said, when we play against uh, Troy. So that's going to be uh, interesting to see. I can't wait to see how we bounce back or whatever the case may be. Welcome once again to the First and Frame Show. This is episode 243. I am VF Baller. And we talk about all of those things under the sun. Before I get into that, um, this show will also be on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh google i think yeah, i said google podcast spotify anchor so if you want to listen to any of those uh any of this episode or the other episodes i have they're all over there also i want to make a quick announcement i am going to start selling merch again on the teespring link um i haven't put any new merchandise up there lately because it was going to be a transition to the fall so once um it started to get a little bit cool i'm gonna start putting some more hoodies some more sweaters um coffee mugs for people who like to drink coffee throughout the winter and uh put all that good stuff over there so you guys uh be able to check all that out that will be uh phenomenal can't wait to get that stuff up and running once again uh, also one more thing before i get uh going uh i do have another channel which is the vf cast over there i talk about just strictly gaming i will be putting up a new episode of that podcast um probably later on tomorrow which is the thursday from this live show which is thursday the 7th or i may put it up on the 8th it just depends on how things flow with that um i'm definitely gonna be putting up another episode on that because i haven't done one in a couple weeks and that episode is gonna be talking more about how i'm changing from gaming or whatever the case may be not going to get too much into that but that's basically what i'm gonna be doing all right, well, let's go ahead and uh, get into this. Talk about these young quarterbacks. Uh, I am very impressed with the quarterbacks that are in the NFL now. And even though you have the likes of Tom Brady, you know, Matthew Stafford, Pat Mahomes. Well, I ain't going to say he's an old guy. He's still young. So just scratch Pat Mahomes. Like I said, Tom Brady, Pat, um, Matt Stafford. You have um, those type of guys, like Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. You have those guys still putting up decent numbers. It's great to see these young guys come in and do what they do. You know, you have like Lamar Jackson that's still fairly young. You have Kyler Murray, Sam Darnold still fairly, Daniel Jones, uh, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, he's doing pretty well. Uh, you know, and the thing about it is it is really good to see these young crop of quarterbacks come through and actually be successful they're doing a great job of maintaining uh elite status even at the, their young or early age um stages of being an nfl uh quarterback i mean you look at Kyler murray i'm gonna get into the numbers in a minute Kyler murray is still a part of the team that's still undefeated 
throughout this entire uh in the NFL. Yeah, Matthew Stafford putting up great numbers already. Yeah, he's doing what he's been doing, but you know, it, it, you know, but you know, he's not a young guy, but he's putting up numbers as well. Sam Donald is one of the big surprises to me because everybody thought with him being at the Jets, it was like, okay, he's just a, a average quarterback. But no, He's actually out here doing some things. So that's that's pretty cool to see that he's actually out here doing what he does. Um, it just shows you that he was a good quarterback all along. It's just the Jets are, you know, the Jets. Daniel Jones, um, he surprised a lot of people his rookie season when he came out and he was playing the preseason, turned around and continued to be a pretty good quarterback. Um, and you also have guys like, obviously, the Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, still doing what he does and um putting up pretty good numbers as well and um we're going to just go down the list of some of these young guys and we're just going to i'm going to talk about what they what they're doing first gonna start off with kyle murray kyle murray right now um what let's see he 134 attempts but he has 102 completions so he's 102 of 134 76 percent completion percentage that is unheard of nowadays. I mean, you you hear the 71s and the 72s, but now you got a 76 completion percentage. You know, that's not too far from 80%. Very, very impressive. And uh, he has nine touchdowns, but he does have four interceptions. You know, you need to clean that up a little bit. But uh, a rating of 115. Really, really impressive. Now, you go down a little bit. You know, Pat Mahomes do what he does. I mean, he's still one of the young guys, 102 or 141. 72% completion percentage, 14 touchdowns, four interceptions. Couple of those touch, uh, some of those interceptions could be fixed. The thing about Pat Mahomes, he, he's a risk taker. He does some of those fancy passes that may not need to be taken, but he does them anyway. And um, he could easily be less than four interceptions if you really, you know, um, just put, you know, just calm that down a little bit. Sam Darnold. Touchdown to interception ratio is not as impressive, but he is completing 67% of his passes. And uh, right now he at 1189. And uh, so that's not too bad for four games in already, 1189. And if I put that in context, Derek Carr is the leading pass, uh, uh, the leading passer right now with 1399. And uh, Kyler Murray is not too far behind him with 1273. Tom Brady's right there in the middle with 1356. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's thrown for 1184, 96 for 144, 66% pass um, um, completion percentage, four touchdowns, one interception. Justin Herbert, what can you say about this guy? Justin Herbert is just not only with him and his team in general, it's just lighting up the scene when it comes to, you know, beating the Chiefs. And I think they just beat the Raiders. So they're looking really good right now. And the quarterback plays peace for itself, 113 to 164, 68%. Put a completion percentage, nine touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, quarterback rating of 100. Uh, Jalen Hurts, surprisingly good. I didn't think he was going to be as good as he was. I've always questioned his quarterback acumen, but hey, I have, I can't question this. 96 of 145, 66% completion percentage, seven touchdowns, two interceptions, 101 passer rating. And, you know, a lot of these guys can run as well. And I'm not even talking about the Russian because I, I just clearly just want to talk about the quarterback play. Um, Jared Goff is not too shabby himself. Um, eleven hundred yards um passing. Oh, I take that back. Eleven um uh, Jalen Hurts has eleven sixty seven and Jared Goff has eleven hundred. And uh right now Jared Goff is at a hundred and ten of one sixty one, sixty eight percent completion. Um, let's see, seven touchdowns, two interceptions as well. Lamar Jackson could clean up his play a little bit, but it's not bad. 
His touchdown interception ratio does stick out four touchdowns, three interceptions that could be fixed. But right now he's at 75 of 124 at uh 75% completion. Per, um, I'll take that back. 60% completion percentage and a quarterback. I haven't talked about yet. We have Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has, um, 100 for 133, 75% completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, two interceptions. Dak Prescott off that injury is playing very well, and that's really good to see. So uh, I'll categorize him as one of the young guys as well. He hasn't, he's been in the league not too long. Um, Josh Allen, um, his completion percentage could be a little bit higher, but still at 99 at 156, 63% completion percentage, not too bad. Nine touchdowns, two interceptions, and that's the big thing about it. He has nine touchdowns, two interceptions. You know, uh, Dak Prescott has 10 touchdowns, two interceptions. You know, those are the type of things that you would want. You want to keep the interceptions at a minimum. And for what it's worth, these young guys are showing what they could do. Honorable mention, I don't want to uh, leave him out, but he's doing pretty good. Matt, Mac Jones, who actually had a pretty good game against the Bucks. Mac Jones, uh, 112 for 160, 70% completion percentage, four touchdowns, four interceptions. You know, the touchdown interception ratio could be a little bit better. But hey, you can't knock, you can't be mad about that. Baker Mayfield as well, two touchdowns, two interceptions, one third, oh, 74 for 113, 65%. Zach Wilson, he's one of the young guys too. He could be a little bit better. I don't want to, you know, put him, categorize him with the rest. But right now, I I expect him to do better. And I don't want to jump on him too much because he's a rookie. And I'll just leave his stats out there because he's not doing as good as the others. But as far as passing percent, uh, pass, passing yards, he's up there with, you know, the top 10, top, when I say top 20, top 25, and um, not too shabby to be starting off so far. So, it's good to see these young quarterbacks shining. I love to see what they're doing, and I think that the NFL is in good hands with these type of quarterbacks. Like I said, you got the Lamar Jacksons, you got the Kyler Murrays, you got the Justin Herberts, you got all these guys that are actually pretty good at what they do, and um, it's, it's just good to see that. It's good to see guys stepping up and, you know, the next five, six, seven, ten years, you know, I think we're going to be in good hands when it comes to watching quarterbacks play i think it's just going to be a phenomenal look and it's good to see these young guys shining it's really good to see um if you are liking this content it's your first time here or this is your first time listening on the um the podcast side of things you know give me a good rating over there on the podcast side you know four or five stars would be awesome uh like i said if you're here watching this on youtube and you missed the live side you can catch this on google play itunes soundcloud spotify stitcher i'm not sorry i'm not on stitcher yet spotify anchor and uh all these all the other platforms me personally this is not an ad for them i like to use podcast addict because that's where i put all my podcasts in one area and i listen to them as i go be your own program director you can listen to the podcast whenever you want to listen to them uh let's get into what i normally talk about we talk about the falcons we talk about what they uh are capable of doing um and what they don't do i just did a video about Matt ryan you can go check that out um we're going to talk about the Falcons. We're going to, then we're going to jump over there to the Georgia Southern Eagles. Right now, the Falcons are headed to London. We're going to be playing the New York Jets. And, uh, man, I, I think the Falcons could win this game once again. My main thing is uh, the Falcons always find themselves to get in the way. They always find themselves to get themselves in the way to, to lose a game. But I think with against the Jets, even though, you know, Zach Wilson, 
played pretty good against the Titans. I really think that we'll be able to you got to win here. We did lose Isaiah Oliver for the year um, with a knee injury. Eric Harris, I don't know if he's going to be traveling with uh, everybody. We'll see how that goes. Um, don't know how that's going to play out, but we'll see if they're going to be uh, on deck to to play. Well, Eric Harris for that for that uh, instance. Uh, can't wait to see this game once again. I always love watching my Falcons play regardless of what's going on. I always watch those guys. They are... Um, you know, they're the Falcons. Matt Ryan does a pretty good job of trying to protect the ball and, and, and put the ball in places. The receivers just need to catch the ball. And the defense themselves, they need to tighten up. The defense gave up a lot of points and a lot of yards last game compared to them playing against the Giants where they actually shut things down. So it's kind of like a roller coaster of what the defense. I'm not going to get too much into this game and see what they're going to be able to do. But I just I just feel like they should be able to win this game. Sorry about the hold up. I think they should be able to win this game. Um, we have we have the weapons. We have the uh not only that we have the weapons, we do have the experience. And I I just feel like we have the better team. I, I feel that we do. If the receivers catch the ball, I feel like we have a better team. And there's just no way around it. I feel like we'll be able to get over and um, get over the pond and execute our game plan because the Jets aren't that good. But I will say this, the way they played the Titans, they do kind of scare me. I will say that, you know, um, they played the Titans very, very well. And um, that that, that kind of gives me a, a cause to pause. You know, they beat them in overtime, per se, even though they did beat them in overtime. Hey, they still are able, more than capable of winning and, and beating the, the any team right now i mean they're an nfl team so you can't really put nothing past anybody when it comes to that uh i'm gonna look at the stats that they had against uh tennessee um the jets did not have too much of a running game so that does um play out in our favor tevin coleman is over there i forgot tevin coleman played for them so um they should be able they, i mean we should be able to stop the run uh passing game Corey davis had 111 yards uh, one thing I will say our secondary needs to do is to tighten up on defending the pass. I think that's something that they need to do. And if they're able to, they should be, you know, they should be fine. You know, you can't let Zach Wilson, um, uh, get around in the pocket. He's been known to move a little bit in the pocket. So that's something that we need to, uh, work on as well. But I think at the end of the day, I think we should be able to beat these guys. I think we should be able to beat them. I, I, I don't see why not. Hopefully that will, you know. You know, hopefully that will play out in our favor. I, I just can't say enough about, you know, what the Falcons need to do because the Falcons just always had a situation where they just cannot get out of their way. They find ways to lose games, and it's something that needs to be uh, fixed. And like I said, I don't even know if this is uh, – what you call it? I'm not even sure if this is necessarily a, 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 a coaching thing. It's just something about the Falcons. They just stay in their way. It's just really, really weird. But I, I don't know. Maybe they'll be able to get over the hump and they'll be able to do something about it. That'd be awesome because the Falcons are in need of a win. They really need to uh, they really need to win a game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, it, it, just, it just seems like this team is – to me, I feel like the team is too talented to play the way they are. But – the defense, oh, I would just say just they just get in their way. I, I just cannot, I can't explain it. 
I just can't. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Maybe, you know, guys, you know, if you guys know anything, you know, better, you know, it's something that uh, you can explain better because the Falcons, there's no reason for them to lose last game. There's no reason for them to uh, to play the way they did because they had that game wrapped up and they just let the, the Washington football team get back in and we saw what happened. So they're going to London. They play at 9.30 our time. Uh, I don't know what to think because this team is like an enigma. I mean, you just, uh, to me, it's just really a big question mark of what they can and can't do. I just don't know. You know, it's just, it's, it's very unfortunate, but we'll see how that plays out and uh, we'll go from there when that time comes. And, you know, I'll be watching and I'll be doing a pregame and postgame and uh, we'll just go from there once, uh, you know, how things play out you get my thoughts and opinions when i put those videos up so hopefully you'll be able to you'll come through and be able to check those out let's jump over to georgia southern but before i do that once again man if you like the content hit the like button share this video let people know what i'm doing over here also if you want to listen to this on your own leisure i am on itunes google play soundcloud uh what's else stitcher now, I keep saying Stitcher, and I'm not on Stitcher yet. I need to go ahead and get on Stitcher. Spotify and Anchor Podcast. So all those places you can go. Once again, I'll say it again. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Anchor. Those are the um, places that I am when you want to listen to this podcast or the show at your leisure. Georgia Southern had a really good win against Arkansas State, and I think they will continue to uh, manage um, their game plan when they go down um, to Troy, Alabama to play the Troy Trojans. One thing about uh, Georgia Southern, look like they found their stride in running the ball, and Troy cannot, they can't necessarily stop the run. You know, so it's something that uh, that's, that need to be, you know, uh, bulletin board um, material because Troy has a problem with stopping the run. We should be able to run the ball on them. I would like to see us have much more success doing other things that are not over my cup. Oh, well, luckily nothing fell out, so that's great. Um, We should have success running the ball against these guys, and I would like to see more passing, but I would not be surprised because last game when we played Arkansas State, I think we only had like 18 yards passing. Um, So <laughs> we should be okay when it comes to that. So I'm not too worried about it. I just want us to establish a run and play good defense. Um, Troy's offense is not as a prominent as it should be. Um, passing, they always been good as pa at passing, but the problem with them is they haven't been able to put up a lot of points. That's one of the things that has been, um, that, that's one thing that's, that's been hindering them because even though they put up a lot of points against Southern ever since then, they haven't been putting up a lot of points. They put, they lost 21 to 13 to Liberty. They beat um, Southern Miss 21 to nine. They lost to ULM 29 to 16, and they just lost to South Carolina 23 to 14. Now ESPN has Troy beating us by, you know, a significant margin. Got us, got them 78% chance to win. Um, I'm not 100% sure about that. I'm not sure if that's going to be the case um, because uh, one thing about Troy, Troy does not do well stopping of the run. Like I said, they, um, let's see, yards allowed. They, uh, well, I take that back. Let me stay. Let me um stay corrected. They are. They only allow 
97 yards rushing. That is very interesting. I did not know that. Stand, I stand correct. I stand corrected. Their offense, um, let's see, their offense does pretty well as, as well. They don't run the ball very well offensively. Passing yards, 248. They're a very middle-of-the-road team. As far as, but that is very impressive that they only give up 97 yards rushing, but they haven't seen a rushing attack like us. And if we just establish the run, we should be fine. I don't think they'll be able to stop our style of running because you don't get to see the option as much as you do. And even with the way we run it, it's very, it's fairly exotic. Even though we do see a lot of dives up the middle, um, well, that's kind of a thing we're going to pass. We don't see too much of that. We do run the ball a little different now, but. Even though the way that we run the option is, is kind of a little different than what they're used to, but we're just going to have to establish the running game because um, the passing has gotten a lot better. I will say this. Our pass defense has gotten a lot better. I will say that because we did very well against a high-powered Arkansas State team, got two interceptions, and we got, we got a couple of takeaways, and um, we did pretty good covering a lot. I think we gave up maybe like one or two blatant touchdowns but overall we did pretty good even though it says here we give up 350 yards passing the game i think last game we did a lot better at um uh, giving up uh a lot of plays uh i'm gonna look here at the arkansas state game uh let's see uh where's the stats i'm gonna get these stats up uh let's see about score there we go um you know, we, we gave up 443. A lot of that was in garbage time, but we end up get we end up picking them off four times. So that that's a pretty good that's a pretty good look for us to give up that much at that time. You know, even though we gave up that much, we end up taking the ball away four times. So that's good. If we can do that, we should be fine. You know, because at the end of the day, we take away the ball, we establish the run because we ran for over we ran for 500 yards last game. We if we could do that, we'll be great. So I, I, I don't have too much of a gripe with us playing Troy. They say Troy is a better team. Troy has been a thorn on our side for a while. But I think at the end of the day, I think we should be okay when it comes to um, overcoming this team and, and defeating them. I think we should be okay. So that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. Looks like everything is going to be good on that end. I'm, I can't wait to see what we do because it was an exciting time us playing Arkansas State. We're, we are going away. We are playing and um we are playing in troy so it's going to be a little bit different because we're not at home we do we tend to play a little bit different away but if we do run the ball and if we're able to run the way that we normally run the ball we should be fine in this game um the quarterback for troy powell is seven touchdowns five interceptions so he is acceptable to give up the pass so we should be able to look out for that too he, he should be giving up on the pass where he'll throw the ball and we should be able to be um, successful at getting some turnovers. Here you go, baby. Which one you want to watch? Okay, there you go. I got my son with me right here. Sorry for the hold up. Okay, baby. There you go. So he's going to watch his nursery rounds. But, yeah, um, let's get back to this. Like, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. He has thrown for 1171, which is quite impressive so far this season and out of five games. But I, I, we should be able to get these guys. We should be able to get them. We should be okay. I can't wait to see how that comes, uh, how that plays into fruition. And uh, hopefully we come back to Paulson with a victory. And uh, that, that's pretty much, you know, it for that. You know, 
we're going to play Troy. We go down there and we end up being three and three. I hope we do be two and one in the conference. We'd be at 500 for the season and we're going to be keep on trucking right along to get to a Sun Belt title hopefully hopefully and hopefully so that's pretty much going to be um where i look at things on that end um we talked about these young quarterbacks they're doing a very good job the falcons are going to london we're going to see what they do when they play against the jets and georgia southern playing troy like i said with troy we're going to be talking about doing a pre-game and post-game show over here as well i always do that give my opinion about things and and how they uh, what they're going to do and hopefully they'll be able to uh succeed both teams will come back with a victory so uh, i'm looking forward to that i usually do these i usually do this around the 30 45 minute mark i don't have much else to say and then nobody is here to uh to chime in so um i'm going to pretty much close it out there this is episode 243 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I'm VF Baller. Over here, we talk about football in general. Other sports are there as well, but mostly Falcons, Georgia Southern Eagles. I talk about all those things and everything in between. So, looks like football in general is looking really good right now. Um, what is to come now? What's to come next? Um, like I said, I'm going to be putting more content over here as far as I'm going to make another video about Georgia Southern. And we'll do the pregame, do the postgame with the Falcons and Georgia Southern Eagles. Look out for those videos. May have some things that come about as far as uh, things going on with the team in between that. Uh, also, I'm going to be doing stuff on my other channel, the VF Cast channel. Um, if you're listening over here on the podcast side, I have a YouTube channel, which is this podcast is string from. Also, I have another channel where I do talk about strictly gaming. So if you're interested in that, just go to uh youtube look up vf cast i'll pop right on up or if you want to look at the youtube side of things over here just um go to youtube and put in first and frame rates and you'll find that as well so i'm going to get up out of here it's about to the 30 minute mark what i'm going to do as well initially right after this i may be going live on the vf cast and um you can catch out my content over there going live over there playing some uh old school football that's what i like to do so Hopefully you guys enjoyed and I will see you guys on the next one. You guys be easy. You guys take care. Peace.